0: Holiday time. Ho, ho, ho. Is now. Uh, If you are hurting for gift ideas, check out Podswag. Podswag, they've got merch from all your favorite podcasts like WTF, Comedy Bang Bang. Bitch Sesh. Yes. All the greats. All the greats. They got posters. They got shirts. They got hoodies. They got pins. They got mugs.
1: They got stickers. Can you think of other things? They probably have them.
0: Do you like podcasts? Of course you do. You're listening. So if you're shopping for a podcast-loving friend or yourself, grab a gift. Grab a gift card just in time for the holidays. Pick one up. Start shopping today. Podswag.com slash gift card. That's podswag.com slash gift card. Dave. How are you? I'm good. Faye is very gassy tonight. Well, and it's it's creating an atmosphere in this room. Mm-hmm. I have a cold, uh, so I cannot inhale through the nose. Oh, yeah. So it's all right. Well, congratulations on your cold. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we just came back from uh, Arizona, not to brag. Get out. Um, what did we you do there? Okay, we went to... One of Oprah's favorite places, okay, called Miraval, I've which heard of is it. a resort in Tucson, happened to line up with our five-year anniversary. Love it! Happy anniversary! Thank you. So we went. And The whole thing there is is every 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 notebook, every everything says, "Unplug, be present." Uh-huh. And we were like <laughs> two fucking Los Angeles monsters on our laptops the entire time. Uh-huh. We were literally in the spa in our robes, just frantically working. On like the the main day that we were there And we yeah. got in trouble oh, And then we were sneaking around in our robes Like looking for a place that we could sit with our laptops uh-huh. For an hour before What is trouble at Miraval? Like an assistant manager coming over And apologetically telling us we can't have our laptops out Because yeah. everyone's in a robe And sure. they think we're going to photograph Snaps them so, Yeah Revenge um, porn. But in spite of that we had a lovely weekend That sounds fantastic It was great um, Did you bring the dog? What'd you do with Faye? Faye stayed here with uh, Auntie Devon. Uh-huh. They had a great time. Great. Um, and then we rushed back on Sunday to be with her. Love it. And here we are. Here we are. Um, how are you? I've I've never been better. Aside from this cold,
1: I'm I'm okay. It's doing things to my voice that I'm not completely mad at. You sound great. Well, <laughs> the last couple of days have been a little been a little Tom Waitsy, but I'm I'm on the mend. I think I'm on the mend.
0: Um. Have Did you watch the premiere of Vanderpump Rules? I sure did. Yeah, I did. How'd that do you? You know, it was okay. We're setting the stage, you know? Yeah. Um, we... I mean, an explosive thing happened. What do you mean it was just okay? Hey, what, what? Jack's proposed yeah, to Britney. Knew that
1: was going to happen. Did we? May, um, because I'm a Bravo insider, maybe I did. But uh, oh, but yeah, uh, but he did it at
0: Neptune's Net. Have you been to Neptune's of Net? Yes, I was shocked. And then I was also like, but also I'd love to be proposed to at Neptune's Net. And really? Yeah, it's, a, it's the best food in Los Angeles. Uh, that is... County. Completely false. I mean, Are it's you fine. For, it's fine. Those fish tacos? It's fried shrimp. Exactly. It's... That's my palate. It's Miller Lite. Yes. It's very them. I'm yeah. happy for them. It's also very me, apparently. Uh, Jax, would you? Uh, Yes. And I would hate myself during and after. Really? Would you? I would only hate myself after. During, I think it would be great.
1: I feel like that, I feel like just just throwing a mean one is all he has. You know what I mean? Throw in a mean th- I mean, his. I feel like he's. I feel like he. He's. He knows what he's doing,
0: and that's <laughs> the only area of the world where he really truly knows what he's doing. <laughs> strange to know while having sex with a man that he has had a boob job. Yeah, just a strange. I don't yeah. know. Not no. Nothing against it. I sure. plan to have a full body transplant. Or something. But <laughs> yeah. just a, just just. I've never experienced that. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that would. Well, would be really, like, only one way to find out. While. <laughs> I uh,
1: I truly, yeah, he is so, um, I, I don't, I can't say that I really find him attractive in any way. There's, no. there's just a thickness. There's an overall thickness.
0: Yeah. That speaks to me. Too much of a thickness. Definitely. Uh, I mean, per his clothing. Yes, for sure. It's busting out. I, everyone is so protective of Brittany and I just want to be like, baby girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An accent isn't the same thing as a personality. No, it's not. That's me. just one an no, overall note. No, it's not. And you're an adult. You're yep. over thirty. Mm-hmm. You're not a baby doll, right? Why are we all right? You're complicit. Yeah, you everyone's know what you're doing. complicit in the Britney of it all. You know what you're doing. Uh, but it's it's fine. Uh, I love that we're gonna finally see Tom Tom, where I have been. Oh
1: yeah. And I keep rubbing uh, that
0: in my face.
1: Well, I mean, you can go. It's right there.
0: <laughs> you might I, see one. Though? I mean, I'm not waiting in line to get into fucking Tom Tom. But like a Tuesday, you could slide on in. Yeah, you might <laughs> I'll go I mean, after this. You might see some some lower level, you know, Bravo celebrities. But you'll see some. You know who I want to see is Billy. Yeah, you might. You might see Billy. I like Billy. You might see Billy. We should get Billy. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the Vanderpump Rules
1: uh, premiere much more than the hot take of yesterday,
0: which has already been scrubbed from the internet. Did you read the uh, Thank You Next Into piece? Only the hot take headline and uh-huh. everybody in, our, in the gay Twitter community shitting on it. So yeah. I was like, okay, I already know what that is. I already know yeah. what I think about it. Done. Moving on. Okay, good. Can good. You that was the way to experience it? It. Let, me see, let me see if I can get every mistake into it. Um, I mean, I don't know about mistakes or
1: just poorly thought out takes. Um, for, like, for example, there's a cheerleading scene mm-hmm. where, uh, where Ariana Grande is on the, the, you know, the red and white team and oh, then a bunch to bring of, it on. Well, yes. I think. But then the other team, according to the writer is in more Afrocentric centric, colors of, you know, uh, green and yellow. And, uh, and you know, this clearly proves, uh, Ariana Grande's, uh, lack of concern for, uh, communities of color. And it's like, no, it's actually just, she just did a full family guy. Bring it on. Yes. Yes. Cuz the video itself doesn't have an original idea. It's just like, "Oh, do you remember this? Here it is exactly the way that it exactly. was." But are you in And that's all
0: I needed from it.
1: Yeah, I need a tiny bit more. But yeah. whatever. Um it was it was it was it, it just proceeded as though every single thing about it was just like trans-misogynistic and anti-queer and yeah,
0: what about it was transmisogynistic? Then?
1: Um I guess
0: a a cis male backup dancer is is like dressed like a female cheerleader. Oh, and it's kind something. of played for laughs or something. I or? guess, I but n- that. I, yeah.
1: Um, anyway, it was just it was one of these things where I just I read it and then I was like, is th- is this the one where I throw my laptop in the pool? Like, is this <laughs> where I just go full Shailene Woodley and live in a tree and yeah. just disengage from all of internet culture? <laughs> because the takes are the takes are over. That was yesterday. Today it's Donald Trump is is acting like a president because he didn't ruin a funeral. Like, the takes are fucking over. Go, it's, close your laptop, go home for the holidays, go see, you know, Welcome to Marwen with your mom, (laughs) and just fucking, (laughs) 2018's over. Yeah. It's over. It's over. We're tired. We're producing terrible takes. In the meantime, Into took the writer's name off the piece, then pulled the whole piece
0: down, then published a piece themselves that point by point was like, this is why this is bullshit. And this then is I, why our own piece this is why our bullshit. own piece is bullshit. <laughs>
1: and then today posted a thing of like, uh, well, we've had to pull it all down because there are death threats against this, <gasps> this, uh, the woman who wrote it. And uh, yeah, it's just, it was literally everything that's terrible about
0: 2018. And into is the, Grinder publication, right? Correct. That also just did a piece about the, how the person who, like the CEO of Grinder, opposes same-sex marriage. What? Yeah, <laughs> uh, which makes sense because it kills his business if people pair off and get married and are monogamous. Wow. But I don't think that's the reason. Talk about some takes. Talk that's not expected. Motherfucking take. takes. And Jax, take me away. Speaking of takes on yeah. takes on takes Our guest he's, he's spinning, he's twirling, he's hopping I'm, I'm excited. so excited to have oh. Matt Rogers here of Las Culturistas fame I'm so excited Right after the break
1: We're back with Matt Rogers Boys, it's a good wow. day. Oh, is it <laughs> ever? How it's are you? It's a very you. good day. I'm well. Mm-hmm. I'm on like a. Uh... I've been in a lot of lifts today, really I, I I said that as I came in. I know I'm not over my nausea, but we're getting there. You've been bumped Great. and jostled, and, and you know spun around these lift drivers, they want to carry on conversations Sometimes in Los they Angeles. one they of the do. big differences not off discussed between New York and l a in New York, they have their heads down and they're driving. Uh-huh. Well, their heads are up so they can see the road, but yep. you, you get the expression, sure in l a they want to know about you, yeah, Ooh. they do and I, I don't know if I'm
0: always prepared because for them it's a networking opportunity
1: right. oftentimes literally they're like oh I'm an actor too I just came from an audition and then you're like what was it uh, uh-huh. and then you know you have to find out yeah I know more about some a lot of these Lyft drivers than I know about extended family members now
0: what'd you learn about today's Lyft drivers
1: um, today's Lyft driver, I know that he knows people that went to NYU, which is where I went, and he said that his first choice was NYU, but he went to the new school because they offered him money.
0: Oh, yeah. they offered him a scholarship.
1: They offered him a scholarship, yeah, and yeah. so he went to the new school. They famously, him, Famously, the new school. Two words away from being New York University. Right. Without the York and university in it. <laughs> which is by its own its own thing. York University, famously a college in Pennsylvania. What program were
0: you in at uh,
1: NYU? I was in the dramatic writing school. Oh. And I studied th- that is misleading because it would make you think I have any skill writing drama. Um, it was very much like a let's write Spec scripts of shows, uh-huh. uh, which no longer are used in this industry. No. So I have like a modern family spec script in which I think a lot of fun shit happens. Sure. But you can't use that. And I also have a Grey's Anatomy spec script, which
0: is Ooh, can you fully tell us what bullshit. happens in your what Grey's era? Anatomy
1: spec? Oh my God, what happens in it? I think it's like a disaster episode. <sighs> no. I think I was smart enough to write something where like a lion gets loose in, and and, well, I almost said Wisteria Lane in Seattle <laughs> Grace. They're all yeah. the same. Yeah. Because I love in network television, this is like formative for me. It's like those those episodes where it was like next week, a tornado kills John Slattery on Desperate Housewives because we need him to die because Eva Longoria has to have a hotter love interest (laughs) soon. Like, but I think I was smart enough to do like some sort of disaster befalls like this season six or seven cast of Grey's Anatomy, you know, to be topical. (laughs) Right. And then in my modern family, I actually wrote a very good modern family, which is, I think it was good, which is Cam gets to go go on a date with his free pass guy oh, from high school. That's uh, really good. I thought it was pretty good. And you know, Mitchell gets all jealous and Jesse Tyler Ferguson has lots of fun things to do in my spec script. I wish um, you could see
0: it. He was just here. I
1: know he we was. Should. I am deeply
0: gagged. Yeah, let's connect you and get that that let's set up a general.
1: To I'm in town. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, how long are you in <laughs> till Saturday? I'm doing oh, a
1: live guess. show here of Lost Culture is This, yes, regrettably, you boys aren't gonna make it. Oh, I know, but I really want, stinks. I really want to get you both on the pod. Yes, please. um, but we and we famously had you on in Montreal. Yes, we did. We did an I Don't Think So Honey, which is our podcast that has a live show called I Don't Think So Honey, wherein many comedians get up on stage and do one minute rants on things in pop culture that they hate. Uh-huh. That's what I'm here in Los Angeles doing, mm-hmm. and um. We had you for our Divas edition. That's right. So special. Which we were, of course, had every intent to release. And then there was too many problematic takes. We're done with the takes, as you said. What, what were the problematic takes? And maybe there were some comments about Madonna's hands and age. Oh, maybe. I remember that. And yeah. the person who
0: said it was what, immediately afterward was like... He was like, you can't.
1: And, oh, I, and so, you know, that has to live only in our memories.
0: Oh, yeah. is that such okay a problematic take? I mean, it's These days, Matt. I
1: think these days, <sighs> you know, these days things are different. Yeah. And you can't just be talking about a woman's hands and age. Right. But he was saying her hands are beautiful. (laughs) Right, of course. Even that
0: is a problematic take.
1: (laughs) Right. All I know is that episode was extremely fun. Featured some very bad singing by everyone on the cast. It was thrilling. It was really fun, and it was outdoors too. So it was really like a lot of French people with their families. Yes, (laughs) hearing me scream about how Selena should still be alive. Yeah, yeah. And also like (laughs) elderly and or infirm people whose nurses like wanted to go get a hot dog on a stick. So they were just like, here, let me park you in yeah. front of this. Sit here. And then it's like too late to move them. Like yeah. they're going to sit for these like screaming queers. But by the yeah. way,
0: they were, I was in the <laughs> audience. People were genuinely loving it. I was oh, concerned. Well. Like this feels like not the target audience for this, but everyone yeah. had a blast. They were thing so happened? young. Some of the people in the audience, audience though, were they very, were so young. young.
1: And it was fully public admission. Like you could just roll oh, right yeah. up. And I was like, okay, are we just going to do us right now? Cause that's troubling in front of these kids. You yeah. gotta, I, Oh, I did see a,
0: a woman, Escort her child. Away. Oh, people yeah. left. Yeah, people yeah. left. Also, five minutes before was like the storm of the century. Were <gasps> Can you, like you remember Adirondack that? Adirondack
1: chairs blowing in the wind, full uh, insanity, pouring down. Yeah, complete insanity. It was
0: like, oh, we're not doing this show. Yeah, and yeah. then the clouds parted,
1: and, just God, in time. and God said, "You actually are."
0: Yeah, and God.
1: The said thing I that stands
0: <laughs> out to me the most is you yelling, "I don't believe in God." Yeah, at the end <laughs> of, of one of your rants. That's <laughs> actually the all, end of all my live shows.
1: Oh, is this? You'll miss it tomorrow. But I'm gonna scream, I'm just gonna get up on a chair and scream that God is not real. Okay. (laughs) And you know. It's it's a real Matt Rogers staple. Absolutely. I just wanna make sure everyone feels (laughs) my uh, my take. So it feels as though (laughs) you have overcome the anti-queer elements of Ariana Grande's Thank You Next video. I do not like the video, though. Ooh, I'm not. It actually was my I Don't Think So Honey at a live show we did at the Bell House the other night, and people, uh, they were feeling some kind of way about it, but guess what? It's not good. It's really? Family Guy. Here's why it's not good. Yeah, we saw those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, we did like them. All you're doing is essentially showing us pictures of those movies and yeah. reminding us, remember how these things were good? There is no narrative, and I need a narrative. When you said you need a little bit more, mm-hmm. oh, I deeply need a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Also, 13 Going on 30, That why that scene? Didn't know what that was until the internet told me. Right? And also, I feel like the best scene from 13 Going on 30 is obviously, say it with me, the scene where they dance to Thriller. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> And I feel like that was the one you do when she's in that like fun, like rainbow dress and has her hair up with the butterfly clips. You're right. Ariana. Yeah. That was wrong. And also it's like, you know, Regina, Regina Hall, Regina um, George didn't, didn't have (laughs) Regina Regina King. (laughs) Regina George didn't have a dark root. That's
0: right. That's right. Uh, the, the most confusing part of it to me was the Jennifer Coolidge scene, where it was like she well, did that. They seemed to have speaking of takes. They seemed to have only gotten one take with her, and they were like, "I guess we'll use this." <laughs> you have to
1: imagine there was like a discussion about scheduling that probably took a couple weeks. They couldn't have written it in those two weeks. That was written that day. Yeah. The clearly. big tooth joke. That's not up? a joke. No. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break. Don't you understand, Frankie? A little bit better now, though, having seen it. Yes, yeah. I mean. Is well, this I like, actually have to give say, him a Mean Girls quote, and he's he'll he'll laugh for the, he'll laugh the day away. We're talking Frankie Grande, yeah. Okay, I saw Frankie Grande in Cruel Intentions the musical off Broadway because my friend played the Sarah Michelle Gellar part. Uh huh. Gag. My friend <laughs> yeah. Amanda Sheckman, shout out Slate. It. Well. He was in it as like um, the Joshua Jackson gay character. Okay. Was so fun. Really. And I was Great. like, oh, Frankie Grande is going to be in this. It's going to be very much stunt casting. Yeah. No. Stage presence. Great.
0: Dude, he's a legitimate
1: musical Down. theater queen. Yes, yeah. and good voice. Yeah. It was really good, and like I it. enjoyed the shit out of it. I know it's going to be, there's like a national tour. Everyone should go. It's like a 90s jukebox musical, which, j'adore that. Yeah. And it's really fun. I want to see it. I hope they, they do, I see cause it. I'm the only one who walks across the fire you. And it's like, when do we hear that? Let me tell you, at this show. Yes. So get a ticket.
0: Intentions. By the way, I thought You'll you were going together. to say. The reason I asked what program you were in in college is because I thought you were going to say CAP 21. I thought you would have a music only because of your
1: golden voice. Wow. Thank you for saying that. Um, people often. Think that's probably where I came from when I say Tish. Mm-hmm. I I am only just as annoying as those people. I'm not as actually <laughs> talented as those people, and I say that with a lot of love for a lot of my friends that sure. went there. But uh, no, I didn't. I didn't do any acting or performance until deep into college. I was I was pretty. I think that probably a pretty closeted I'm from Long Island. Oh. So that was not a performance was not something I explored. I think the only performance I really did was like, I did the morning announcements in my <laughs> high school, my senior year. And you could t- come up to me and tell me like, Hey, we love your outfit. Like great job in the track meet. I'd be like, thanks. If you came up and said, you love me on the morning announcements, uh, I'd be spinning and twirling. I, you, you've seen me. You know who I am. It's like yeah. we love that moment where it was clear, like you made a mistake reading, and you were so funny playing it off. It's like, well, thanks, man. Yeah, you've posted pictures.
0: You were a, a bro. In I high would school,
1: say right? I was making a really good attempt,
0: a convincing attempt at being
1: right. Good. I would say it wasn't like a Meryl Streep performance, <laughs> but it was like. And Amy Adams performance, <laughs> like always nominated, uh-huh. never really convincing people that, that you should win the award. Right. Right. What were your but watchable? Like, yeah. The elements super watchable. I would say um, a deep, deep um, need. I think it came from a like, well, here's the thing. I had a sports dad. Right, So that kind of was like, I have to be involved in athletics. And so I wasn't like a football kid. My dad was a varsity football coach, like very kind of well-regarded defensive coordinator uh, for almost 40 years. Um, And so I kind of had the... Need to be involved in athletics. I did play baseball. I did play basketball for a while, but I kind of found track and cross country because I was very, very fast and I didn't have to do any contact with that. It kind of was just me with myself and so I got good at it. So I was able to hide behind that as my like identity. So I couldn't, I wasn't the gay kid. I was the kid that was good at track, you know, because in high school you need to label each other. And then from, I guess, finding confidence in that, I also like kind of found my sense of humor but I really, I mean, I, I worked very hard and this is so uncool. I, I really wanted to be prom king and I was. I like oh, I, I man, actually got Rogers. there. From having no friends in eighth grade, I I felt like I won high school because by the time I was a senior, I actually won Prom King that, I mean that is the official winning of high school I that mean, is the crowd this that's is, the this my
0: experience Matt was it really yes yeah. I was a fucking loser in yeah. in middle school and and worked my way up to prom you king. turned it
1: around wow. and let me tell you they were saying the words overdue because I was also nominated for homecoming king and junior prom king and probably you know probably was close very yeah. Amy Adams narrative sure. <laughs> crossing <laughs> our fingers this year for vice uh-huh. that was me senior year and I won <laughs> what does that entail wow. Winning prom We had no such thing. There's not campaigns. That's my way of saying you that's why I that's why I didn't win because we didn't have it. So imagine this (laughs) though. I also was like I said, I read the morning announcements. I knew I had to win Prom King because I was also the person who had to read like the senior superlatives. Ooh. Didn't win any. And that was tough. And this is like when I was super uncool in high school and that sort of shit really mattered. Like rise and, like things rise and fell on that. So then I won Prom King and I, I don't know. I think it was honestly maybe even rigged. Like the one girl who was sitting by it all night who didn't want to dance was like, who can I stomach winning this? Eh, the kid who's probably gay. <laughs> How about him? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but the fucking kicker is then you feel like you win high school and you move to – fucking nyu yes and i'll tell you those gays who were out were so much meaner than any straight kid was ever to me in high school we've had this parallel
0: experience i went to nyu and the fucking the cool kids were the drag queens who were who went to tunnel every night yep And, uh, it was, yeah, it was just a a flip of like a classic high school hierarchy. Absolutely. I mean, I remember
1: them texting around me, laughing at each other. I remember I I showed up and I'm from Long Island. So like, I thought I was wearing what was cool, which was, you know, a popped collar polo with (laughs) hemp everywhere, hair with more gel, uh, more gel on my head than hair, (laughs) like, fucking i don't know i probably i I just very tan (laughs) like american eagle head to toe and i thought oh i'm crushing it (laughs) and then like the reverberation uh, down on my floor um when i was like saying what i was all about like speak totally speaking in a voice like this oh my god very much that and just like realizing Wow, I'm gonna have to reestablish this again. I'm gonna have to like, convince everyone this is true again. Yeah. And so that was like, I guess, like a nine month, all year period of like deciding whether or not I could do that, going back to Long Island for the summer. And then I had, I think, what I had like my first like gay sexual experience with my boss at the clam bar where I worked. Oh, my God. Well, we're going to come don't. back to this. Yeah, back a pin in so so yeah, I'll great. put a pin in that. Yeah, put a pin in that. Um, but and then I came back to school and I was like, you know what? I think I only have one life and I have to actually pursue my interests. And so then I went out for the sketch comedy team at NYU, which is called Hammercats, which is like a legacy group and got on. But I still was too scared to be like gay. I wore like a, a uh, shirt with Heath Ledger as the Joker on it. And didn't do my hair at the audition because I didn't want them to think I was gay and that be a reason why they didn't put me on the sketch group. Mm. Like I'm like it's a psychosis, you know. Yeah, oh God. It's, you're spending ninety eight percent of your energy on seeming one way that you're not, and two percent on your energy like living life. Mm. So that and eventually I was able to come around and be myself, but it took a while. And that first year of NYU was like I felt like I was paralyzed. Yeah, like the
0: skills that you had developed were of
1: no use no they were all like I mean I quit the track team a week after getting there I was on like a quote unquote scholarship for for track even though it was D3 like you know I I was able to quit and like keep the money that they gave because it was they gave to me as an academic scholarship it was nothing but it was something It probably was what convinced my parents to send me yeah so I kind of was just like, all right, let's start over, and I was trying to convince, trying to realize what I really wanted to do. And I, I remember I thought, who's the person I most admire in this world? Let's Google them, and I, I uh, it was Amy Poehler. And so I typed in Amy Poehler into Wikipedia, and I found Upright Citizens Brigade, and I signed up for a class that summer. And then after that, I was like, maybe this is
0: like what I want to be doing. So you're doing UCB during college.
1: Intermittently. Yeah. Intermittently. Like I, like my, my school was really in my community. Like my dad said it mm-hmm. should be. Um, and I kind of was very like present in my sketch group in college and then take classes every now and then. And then after college, like with the friends and you know, people I had met like sort of for 10 years, toilet, kick around the, the mm-hmm. New
0: York city comedy community. And yeah. Um, <clears throat> So, I want to, we're going to do a full deep dive in your sexuality journey. And I love break, that. But um, <laughs> anything, what are you obsessed with currently? Is there something you're uh, binging or an an album you're loving or a movie you've seen recently?
1: Well, I'll tell you what almost gave me away deeply in middle school and high school and who I'm still obsessed with to this day. And I'm actually extremely um like deeply excited because on Thursday I'm going to see her perform live for like ninth time is Kelly Clarkson oh wow Um, like she's my life Mm -hmm. and I've sought I've just followed her so closely and she was one thing I could not keep a secret I mean everyone knew throughout my whole life that he loves her and Mariah was first so I will say in terms of topicality that caution album that Mariah just
0: released is good it's really good it's
1: good yeah it's really good and it's great R and B music. And it doesn't feel like she's trying too hard, which is often the thing with her. Um, Like she feels like she's, playing a performance you know right. but this feels like her and she feels very lucid at interviews yeah she seems really good yeah she right seems now.
0: like she's in a good place in terms of substance yeah and she yeah. was my first concert
1: off. and i've my favorite album ever was butterfly i mean i still know all the words to every song and i recently she was for some reason in gowanus like well, two weeks ago when i saw her be honored as a songwriter i got invited to this thing to sit in the audience and watch her be honored as a songwriter and i'm like Thank you, because no one gives Mariah the credit for songwriting, but I've been really into her album and really into her lately, and I mean, Kelly is always top of mind for me. Is it weird to you that Mariah was doing, like, 40-year-old
0: dental hygienist music when she was 21? And, and actually, now she's in her forties, doing "Get the Fuck Out."
1: And you know what? It all has to do with I think, like her literally never getting to find out who she was because sure. of Tommy Mottola. I yeah. mean, I think that she was packaged into doing this thing that made sense at the time and was selling records at the time, which was this, you know, literal chanteuse diva, big haired, you know, wholesome thing. And then when she started to dip her toes into R and B, it was really working, and she got, I think, got a lot of newfound critical acclaim. And then before you knew it, she was just too tired. And busy, and I yeah. think, you know, yeah. who knows what what she was consuming or whatever, but too much is too much. And she had the breakdown spun out. And then I think ever over the past 15 years, we see glimpses of what she really should be doing. Yeah. And it's hard to it's hard to say what that is, because what's going to make her happy and what I think we want to see her do often are two different things. Yeah. So with her, I think she's one of the most fascinating stories in music because, you know,
0: and she still sounds great great but there's a there's a limitation now that I don't know it's
1: different yeah it's amazing but it's different yeah and she is a genius like the thing she doesn't get credit for is if she's a fucking songwriting genius Yeah, Yeah, and um so Mariah is my number my number one probably since I was young and then Kelly is huge for me I think probably because I saw America fall in love with her for like being herself and at that time that was like impossible for me to imagine how old are you during the season one I was 12. Oh, well, see, there you go. It hit you at
0: the perfect time. Yeah.
1: I was 12, and I was like, um, yeah, I mean, that's when I started, like, singing to myself. And now I sing all the time, but I was so ashamed. My mom was always like, why don't you do the play? You have a good voice. And she was always so encouraging and I think always wanted me to be myself. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then so it's. When people think I like I went to Tish for like musical theater or whatever, I'm like, wow, I like, kind really like gone hard into my interest in my twenties then because that was not the case. Didn't do any of it, didn't sing a note until I was like twenty-one. Yeah. Watching Kelly on American Idol was
0: your musical theater education.
1: It was so It I mean, for better or worse, because also American Idol was like when they popularized like skrelting, oh, like yeah. here's how you sing loud and long. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's not how. By the, so by the time I was in late later in college and taking like voice lessons, mm-hmm. he was like, you use your resonators and you sing safe like this. And I was like, no, I think it's more like this. Ah! Just like, I'm positive this is good because that's what got the votes on American Idol. And he's like, actually, deeply, no, (laughs) actually the opposite of that. What was the performance that really did it
0: for you in season one?
1: Kelly I mean, which one of Kelly's? I yeah. would say there was one where I always liked her, but then when I thought she was really special and thought, wow, this is someone whose talent might be limitless, was when she sang for Big Band Week, a song called Stuff Like That, Stuff there. Like that there. I was, I was, I was like and song. I was watching it with my grandma and she went last that night and my grandmother was like, <sighs> I mean, she should win. She is the most talented. And I was yeah. like, She is. Yeah. But you know, there was also Tamara Gray. Who was on that season. Were you an American Idol fan? Yeah, I don't even remember her though. She was the other one who was like the real major one. And I recently just saw her on in on a broad, in Broadway. On Broadway, um, in Once on This Island, which is amazing. Yeah. And that's a piece of culture everyone should devour in New York mm-hmm. if you can go see Once on This Island definitely go she she was so good in it and when she got eliminated that was like the first modern reality show that was the first time we saw someone get voted out too early yeah and then that became a hallmark sure like of course with jennifer hudson like that the night the world stood still yeah um yet orion star stays in with frim fram sauce frim fram sauce (laughs) wow you are you're gay guys yeah (laughs) we're pretty gay yeah what did they do with tamika Tamika yeah. remember Oh, Tamika who was like the one of the first like bad auditions yeah but then yeah. they brought her back to like they brought comment. her back yeah they brought her back to, as like a gag uh-huh. that's the thing about American Idol and American Idol was huge for me I loved reality shows I loved Survivor which I think is actually deeply gay as well um, and, uh, I loved American Idol, but the, the bad auditions and the humiliations on American Idol, that doesn't hold up so at rude. all. Yeah. And I actually have a friend who got very badly embarrassed on that show oh, who's incredibly really? talented. Yeah. Um, and so I got kind of a firsthand experience about what that show can kind of do to people and just how cruel yeah. it really is. So now I kind of have an aversion to the whole thing. Sure. But I still watch The Voice. <laughs> I can't because Telly's it. on it. Oh, well, of course, course you, you go. have to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't do it with that one. American Idol would also like. I remember there was a uh, there was a woman and she was in a short skirt and they had her do cartwheels like in the waiting room. Yeah. And they like and they put an American Idol logo like on her crotch as she flipped over. Yep. To make it seem as though yeah. her vagina was out. Yeah. It Probably wasn't. It was, no, she was probably wearing not. Underwear. I I also think like. This was also the big time era of the metrosexual, which sure. should say a lot about where, where, where we were. Yeah. The fact that metrosexual was a thing, and I used to call myself a metrosexual, but the fact that that was a thing is like, wow. We, that was not that long ago in the grand scheme. It wasn't. No.
0: People still use that word right. and think that th- yeah, that they're saying something. The like, psychos yeah. and the sickos out there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It means you comb your hair or something? It's like- Whenever you use a flat iron, they were like, oh, it's like, you know, Ryan Seacrest, who obviously crushes pussy. Uh (laughs) He's just into doing the flat iron thing. Yeah, Um, But like to think that not even on season two, because let's let's say that was a long long time ago when they were trying to pretend that Clay Aiken was straight.
0: Oh, my God. Think about
1: it with Adam Lambert. I mean, that was 2008. Wow. And they were trying. They weren't saying he was gay. This is not that long ago. You're right. You know what I mean, Damn. and so that's when I was like, "This is like deeply problematic." I think that was the last season I watched.
0: Has an out gay person ever won or got like someone who was out during? I'm the so
1: I'm so like keyed out of it now. Yeah. Like I I can't believe the new like Katy Perry disnified version of it. I think it's deeply pathetic. It's not good. It's bad. It's not good. Um yeah and they don't they don't um judge them at all no. it's just like you're good that's but thing. you should it's also like, remember that you are excellent and awesome. Right. Okay that's right. Sure sure. Helpful. What are we doing here? Right. And I also think like you know, it's hard because those shows don't produce quote unquote stars anymore. Right. So why are we really watching it? But by the same token, I do think anyone that goes on that show can then earn a living singing like at small bars and clubs and venues (sighs) and stuff like that. So I do think it's cool that musicians get exposure and talented people get exposure and they get Mm -hmm. to go on. But the contracting and like the yeah, national uh, it's exposure. Fucked. It's a little fucked. It's super fucked. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, and I'm still thinking, has there been an openly gay, uh,
0: contestant even? Cause I, I watched later than I should.
1: I'm uh, sure there have been And I'm just like Not watching it Or remembering it yeah. In
0: the Katy Perry version I did see The the one The clip that, I, that They played all the time The guy that said Wig to Katy and the yeah. yeah He, he didn't he last didn't, that yeah, didn't. And
1: there was a drag queen On the show There was a drag queen In that season right? Yes Oh okay Yeah
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: So it's officially Woke <laughs> Oh
0: god Um, wait, before we take a break, there was one other thing I wanted to add. Oh, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, I I saw
1: it. Thoughts? Um, I thought it was pretty bad for the first three quarters of it. And then I thought it got watchable in the last 30 minutes. I thought, okay, what, but that was only when they really kind of circled around to, I think what his real truth is and what the interesting real story is there. Um, it when I kind of did more research about it, it wasn't like the erasure that I thought it was going to be because he technically did really have a relationship with that woman. Mm-hmm. I just didn't appreciate the marketing of it, which made it seem like that was like going to be the major angle of it. And I thought the pacing and was pretty weird for the first three quarters. But it definitely uh, made me say, that's a great song. That's a great song. Mm-hmm. That's a great song. I guess, like, for me, the first three quarters of it was, like, I kept looking at Bowen, who I was with, and I was like, are we going to leave? Like, I think we're probably going to walk out of this, right? And then um, it did get a little bit better. I also thought the other members of Queen, just as characters in that movie, were so underdeveloped. Like, they were really just there to sit and listen to what he was saying and react to what he was doing. Like, they didn't have personalities of their own.
0: Yeah, I wondered how they felt watching this movie. They were like, well, this great tribute to Freddie that I'm sort of in.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I weirdly kind of heard and I I don't know where I, I don't know if this is like true fact, but I heard they didn't, they actively didn't want it to be a, a gay 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 movie right that they didn't want their story and his story to be like i guess mired in their perspective and uh, just being like a gay thing they wanted to celebrate the legacy of queen and like everything which i understand but also i mean
0: they succeeded though honestly because yeah. it his, his his like dark night of the soul yeah. equals like going to a leather club and yeah. like fucking guys right so and, it's like did you guys like it I I I did like it, but the whole time I, but I was also cringing at that, that angle that like the, um, I faded my dog is farting big time. I love it. That one made me choke a little bit. (laughs) Oof. Wow. That was raw. Um, (laughs) Faye. Oof.
1: Damn. Oh my god, um, it hasn't hit me yet. And now I'm like, it's the, real, way no, it's acting, the way you're acting. The way she's angled it truly
0: okay. blew directly into my mouth. <laughs> into wow. I don't even remember what I. Oh my god. <laughs> I gonna give you my. Bohemian There's so much bodily
1: take, ha- thing happening is going on. You are yeah, deeply I'm, sick. I am seriously blowing, blowing The dog is this. farting. You are reacting. Jesus.
0: Yeah, it's gross.
1: Uh, <sighs> Boy, erase. Did you see it? Not yet. I'm going to. Okay. Uh, um, But I feel like I've. S- you know what? fucking LGBT movie I just saw that I loved was the favorite.
0: Oh. Yes. Yes. I live for the favorite. I loved it too. Yeah, but there was part of me that was like, "Are we playing it for laughs? That the the mm. the, the the part of the the way to become the favorite is to eat the queen's pussy." I mean, that is that is part. I of
1: think me. in a way we might be. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's tricky territory, but the performance, I mean, they Olivia Colman so is good. fucking amazing.
1: See, my MVP from it is Emma Stone. I think they're all incredible, but I th- I thought I walked away being like, I fucking love Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really got me in that theater. Mm. And I love Rachel Vice.
0: I love Rachel She's Weisz. a queen. She's incredible.
1: Yeah. She's like, she I think doesn't know it, but she's a gay icon. Rachel Weisz, yeah, like, cause I she, I think she's one of the. I think I saw her in the Mummy as like a kid and was like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> who is that? Like with the severe eye and yeah. like giving you acting in this movie. Her accents dripping huh. and gorgeousness. I was like, Rachel Weisz is legit. I didn't see The Constant Gardener, but was gagged when she won the Oscar. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Rachel Weisz and she's good as she's fucking so this.
0: Good. Yeah. Okay, let's take a, break, and a break. break we'll be back with Matt Rogers. <laughs>
1: There is a great, oh, there are a lot of great shows here yeah. at Earwolf. Let's yeah. just put that on the table. Well, of course. But there's an especially great show here at
0: Earwolf. It's called Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. Yes. And you know who Gilbert Gottfried is. I mean, he's the yes. infamous voice, the man, the legend from Aladdin, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Problem Child. Uh-huh. He's the voice of aflack He's the aflack duck, but that's not important right now. Because he's also an incredibly talented and respected stand-up mm-hmm. and uh, a celebrity hobnobber. He's got guests like Weird Al, Judd Apatow, Ira Glass. And he brings them on his podcast and they talk about show business legends and old horror movies, folklore, dirty jokes, stories from the road, whatever, wherever he wants to take it. Are you going to yeah. say no to Gilbert Gottfried? I'm not. Oh. This week they have a very special brand new episode with Alan Alda, <gasps> who's a legend. Mash. Alan Alda. Yeah. He was in The Object of My Affection with Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. He was in Wanderlust with Jennifer Aniston. Uh-huh. He was in He was in. Uh, he was in MASH. He was just in something Jennifer else. Jennifer Aniston wasn't in MASH. No, she wasn't. Well, no, But she wasn't. Alan Alda was. And yeah. He, so you don't want to miss this one. Oh, he's also had uh, Paul Feig, uh, Rosanna Arquette, uh, Patton Oswald,
1: Peter Fonda. He's dead now. Uh, Sid and Marty Croft. Check it out here on Earwolf. New episodes of Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast. Every Monday, wherever you listen. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts.
0: Get it. We're back with we- Matt Rogers. Yeah. Hey again. So we got we
1: got a little bit into your into your past. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Long Island, where from where in Long Island? Grew up in Islip on Long Island, which is on the South Shore. Um, My parents still live there. They live in Babylon, Long Island all my life, and then just moved to New York City. I have been there ever since, so flat-out New Yorker. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, um, working class, family. My mom's a hairdresser. We had a little salon in my house she worked out of, so that was a gay boy's dream, like a a room for my hair. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And then, yeah, I mean – I guess dated girls in high school or tried to pretend I was into them. I had one girlfriend. Her name was Michelle. Mm. Um, There was nothing there. It was just like, I think kind of made sense. So we dated nice girl though. We would have one date a week. We'd go to Applebee's on a Sunday afternoon and I'd fall asleep regularly on her. And it was a a fight that we'd have and we'd make out in her car and in my car. When I dropped her off afterwards, we'd make out for like 25 seconds That continued for like two and a half months. I thought to myself, like, maybe I should try to advance this. The onus is probably on me, right? Like, she probably is wondering, am I going to make a move? So I tried to, like, go to, I guess, second base one time. And she's like, never do that. And I was like, okay, absolutely. That's perfect, actually. great. We can just keep having lunch. I can get a quick nap in. Yeah. And we never have to do anything. But it didn't. (laughs) <laughs> it didn't last. What's your Applebee's go-to order? At the time, At it the was time. a three-cheese chicken penne. Ooh. And that was because like, I think I was consi- like convincing myself I was doing like a carbo load for track and field. Of course. Meanwhile, <laughs> <Got to laughs> it was like, mostly That's cheese. Got to do that. Yeah, we used to go for pasta parties before track meets and it just be like mostly cheese. And my one friend Lorianne, had like um steak towers instead of pasta. And then she ran the next day and got so delusional during the 5k that she like was speaking <laughs> gibberish and had to be wheeled back in, but that, on like a little tiny golf cart out of the sunken metal golf course and uh and long, golf course, uh cross country course on Long Island, just watching her go by being like, I didn't die. Like we <laughs> were like, it's cause she eats steak towers and Applebee's. What's a steak tower? I think it's a tower. Tower of little sticks, so Dave. like a Jenga tower of little stakes. Probably very similar to that. If you were to take one out, probably it'd all fall down. I haven't seen, down. I haven't seen the soccer in a while, delicious. but it sounds really and good.
0: Dangerous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Apparently, Are you
0: still a runner.
1: <laughs> I wish. I wish that were Isn't the that... case. I kind of like stopped cold turkey. Yeah. I mean, I wish. I wish I was still into it because it was something I enjoy. But now I'm on like. I'm kind of like trying to figure out what I want to do again to like get back in shape. And my dear friend, Joel Kim Booster and friend of this pod, mm-hmm. um, he's always like, don't do cardio. It's not going to help you. You need to get in the gym and lift weights. And I was like, fuck, because Joel I hate that.
0: right now. It's He's just got one ripped.
1: of the best bodies I've ever seen. And I have seen it um, like up close, mostly naked because, you know, he ro- he rocks a speedo. Of course. And if you have, if you got it like that, you flaunt
0: it like that. Yeah. Um, it's unbelievable, but he does work extremely hard for it. Yeah. I was g- drilling him on like his, he's doing intermittent fasting. I've like gotten in there with Joel. Yeah. His, his, and it's inspiring.
1: It's inspiring and crazy. It's a lot of discipline. And yeah. I don't know if I have it, but I feel like I, I have to try because it's like, like I said before, I got one life. I got to commit to my interests and my interests <laughs> are fucking. Sure. I would love to fuck hot guys. That's something I'm interested in. So it's like, I got to commit to that. Are you saying
0: that you're not currently, I'm like
1: not having sex right now. And I'm, I've been single now for like, I guess a little bit over a year and I don't know what it is. Like dating is not as easy right now as it used to. I don't know. It's, I'm not excited about myself that way. So it's hard to get excited about, about dating.
0: Are you on the apps? Are you,
1: I'm on Grindr and I'm on uh, Mariah.
0: but You're I think on I, Raya, huh? I think
1: I want to fuck the fonts on Raya more than I want to fuck all the men. It's are, like they're dressing up the 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 like fonts and like the like symbolism of, of it, and I'm like, I think I want to fuck these fonts. Can uh,
0: we see your Raya profile? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can, like,
1: what kind of what kind of gentlemen are you bumping into on Raya? A lot of creative directors. Sure, everyone's of course, a fucking of creative director or like <laughs> a like. Um, I don't know. I'm like, what Have do you, you mean? I like choreographers. It? No, I haven't gone on dates for it, but that's only because like, that's not because there aren't great guys on there. It's just that like, um, you know, I'm just not excited about dating right now. Like, I feel like yeah. it's weird because I feel like I don't, I want to be excited about the best version of myself. And also the thing I sometimes run into like with guys is like, I want them to be as excited about me as I am about them. Like, there's been a couple of times in the past year or two years where, like, I've been really excited about something happening. And then a guy will, like, flake or just not come all the way or just won't really. I don't want to start a relationship having to chase you down. Right. I don't want there to be any questions. My last boyfriend, who's an amazing person, it just didn't work out. Like, I feel like it was like, wow, we want to be together. I don't love games. You know, yeah. I can't do them. I'm too crazy. I'm a psycho. I'm not cool and chill. I am like, and this is a great to advertise myself <laughs> to all the guys that listen to this. But like, I need to know that we're on the same page. Okay. First of all, wow. Oh, I just whipped this open the and the, oh, the literal hottest person oh. I've ever seen in my
0: life is That's we're a seeing uh, it. Mean, and, and let me tell you what I'm going to do. Riot, I'm just
1: so. going to give it a heart. I'm not you're even going gonna, gonna, to right. play the
0: song and do the whole dance.
1: But okay, can I show you guys my profile? Because
0: on Raya, you, there is a song that goes with your profile. Do we like, like that picture space. or do I look insane? That's a great picture. That's a really good picture. That's a really all
1: right, so picture. first of all, I said Mariah before, and then Raya makes you pick a song. Mm-hmm. Copyright laws be damned. We're going to play it, and she will try to kill you guys. But this is my song on Raya. Let's see.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's all I'll play of the song. But well, what was Hawkeye's song? Literally, like... Oh, I don't know. I don't These know what These are such was. cute
0: pictures. This is great. Oh, yeah, come on. What was
1: that one with the font? Oh, that was a UCB team I was on called Characters Welcome, and they were doing, like, a... Um,
0: oh, oh, there's a cute, a cute child pick. I, got a little, I threw there. in a little
1: child pick at the end. of <laughs> Me as a child, not as another kid. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, the thing is... I don't know, like I, I like i I want to be fucking, uh, but I just like I also want to be like confident and excited. I think I need to get back in the gym and just change like a little bit about like me being more active.
0: I think, yeah, I think it's all in it's a my psychological head. thing. It I is. think you're there. I think you're you're ready. Physically. I mean, I'm
1: like drowning right now. I have this mustache. I don't know if it works.
0: It works I great. like, it. It, works I like great. it. Do you like it? I do yeah. Because
1: had you said you didn't like it, I would have shaved it off. Really? really? And Also, yeah. there was
0: a, a there was a deeper mustache in one of your pictures. Yeah, that was me, right, ju-
1: fresh out of the shower with a, with a with a mustache. People. Not everybody can pull off facial
0: hair. Everyone's trying. My father Everyone's before
1: trying. me had a mustache, and now he shaved it off. And I was like, well, some man in this family has to have a mustache. When the police come to the door, who are they going to know how to talk to? Yeah. Like they have to, there's got to be an authority figure yeah. here. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm interested in dating. I want to be dating more. Over the summer, I felt a little bit better about it, but kind of had like a hard end of the summer and like, just kind of like, hadn't went through a confidence thing. And yeah. so trying to get back on the horse a little bit, but is it possible to meet people
0: face to face anymore at all?
1: You know, I was out in West Hollywood the other night and I... I was with my friends Joel and Nico and we were like bouncing around and I actually like made eyes with someone at a bar Uh and then I got his number and I was super excited about it and I was like, maybe we'll hang out. He lives in LA. I live in New York. Well, but but you're here now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Have you texted? Have you been in touch? We had some interaction. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you know, honestly, maybe we're turning her around right here now. Wow. So wait, uh, what are you doing from here? From here? What do you mean? I mean, like your next stop from here. Oh, I'm gonna go do a show this evening. Okay, yeah. invite him along. What shows? Tonight? He's coming to my show tomorrow night. Okay, so I know that that's happening. I'm gonna go do my friends uh, Blair Saki and Greta and host the show, um, and it's just a stand up show. I'm gonna do a couple, um, a couple songs at it. I do. Nice. A, I do. I have a fake holiday album that I do in New York. I'm doing a bunch of shows for it. It's like a fucking stupid holiday album that all my original Christmas classics yeah so I do a Can couple you numbers some from of your that.
0: Christmas classics sure
1: I have a song called also it's Christmas about looking at someone in the club and wanting to fuck and the chorus is bitch guess what also it's Christmas did I mention <laughs> that it's Christmas in this club mm-hmm. I have a song called have you heard of Christmas which is um Uh, basically it's me being like there's no connection in this world anymore we've forgotten what we all have in common which is Christmas Mm. which is of course famously the day that Jesus died Mm -hmm. and then as the song goes on you realize I don't know what the fuck that is (laughs) Um, I have a song uh, which is from the perspective of Martha May Houvier Written who's by Mariah. You know, famously, um, in The Grinch Soul Christmas, there's the Christine Baranski <laughs> character who's like oh. the hoe of Whoville. Oh, I've never seen the film. <laughs> you gotta see it. Wow. So I wrote a song from her perspective in the style of Mariah Carey, true to form, because she wrote Where Are You Christmas, that Faith Hill sings. Mariah did? So there's the, there's a song called Where Are You Christmas, that Faith Hill sings, and Mariah Carey wrote that, and wow. for some whatever reason didn't perform it. So my bit is that she actually wrote a bunch of songs from the movie, including... <laughs> This song, which is like the slutty R&B song from this other (laughs) character. So it's a goofy fun time. I'm doing it a bunch of times at the duplex in New York. Oh, what a dream. What a dream. The duplex at the duplex. I am hopefully going to get my picture up there next to Barbara. (sighs) One of
0: these days. Um, I mean, you're on Raya. So that's that's I'm fully
1: on Raya. And hopefully maybe I'll you know, you know, what's weird, though? I got off Facebook and the day I went back on it, just like see what the fuck was happening the guy that i lost my virginity to the owner of that clam bar like re came into the picture what and i want to tell you that story of me losing my virginity to the to to the like that story that you need to start telling yeah, right okay, now okay so basically i was 19 years old he kind of like found me on facebook 29 At the time. So he, for me, was like an older man. I thought he was was hot. I knew he was gay. Uh And he like started messaging me on Facebook. Oh, y'all know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of let slip to him before I had told anyone like I'm gay over Facebook Messenger. And he was like, it's okay. I'll be like your mentor and your older friend. Yeah, yeah, you will. So then, like he was my first kiss, and I thought it was so hot. I remember he brought me back over to his apartment. We had beers. Like he would drive me around. It was very on the on the DL. Like work people started to find out. It was a little bit of a scandal. He'd give me all the good shifts. He'd make me lunch. Oh he'd be, he'd be like, "Can you send Matt Rogers up with a coffee?" And everyone was like, "We well, you know what that is." I went up to the office. Rogers Dick. Holy like shit. that whole thing. I thought I was. I mean, it was hot. Yeah. Sure. But then it kind of became this thing where I was like. I don't know if I want to do this anymore because it's getting weird. Like, and this is summer between your summer between my freshman and sophomore year in college, and I'm like having this like sexual awakening. Um, at the clam at at the clam bar, bitch, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) right on the Fire Island ferries Like, if you go to Fire Island, you know. Uh, I uh, I cannot say the name of it because it like like, it's too much. But like, it was the clam bar. okay, Okay. Um. So like. I don't know. it kind of fell apart a little bit because I was like, I realized it was crazy that I was telling him I loved him. Oh, I was like, you've had one dick in your mouth and you're telling it you love it. Like you can't no be doing this. And I was that's fully nineteen, like crying to him nature. that I love you, and I was like, actually, what happened was like, his father, who like really owned the clam bar scene, said he his his like longtime girlfriend managed it. And she said to me, I feel like you are like the little me. You're going to end up managing this place. And I was like, okay, cool. No, I can't do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think, the moment where I decided, like, I'm actually going to fully go back to the city and never return. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was crazy. And I mean... I guess I'm thankful to him. You know what I mean? Because he really did like give me someone to talk to, and honestly, dick me down. <laughs> so like, wait. So what? You reconnected with him recently? Well, he kind of was like, I think drunk, and like talking, doing the same thing. And I think he was like we should fuck again and I was like way too high when I was responding and I was like yeah sure I don't know I thought I thought of like how hot it was back in the day and that was a mistake because that just led him on and then it was a lot of text and I was like oh no I tried to block his number and it didn't work oh my god my is phone wouldn't allow it a fan I mean
0: is he following you I don't, I don't no.
1: think he's I don't I hope he's not a fan oh my god Cause then I told like a sort of me too ish story one time about after I told him I didn't want to hook up with him anymore he was like cool we'll just be friends and he was like let's go hang out on the boat this this uh, weekend and we went out on the Lyle and Sound and he like anchored the boat and like we he like made me hook up with him and I said I didn't want to so that was like a little weird yeah Yeah, and so it's like it gets a little dark and it's so funny I never even thought of that until everyone was talking about their stories and stuff and I was like do I have something like that? Oh my God, fully yes. And it was like sort of weird. And I was yeah. like, okay, this isn't for me. And, and, and honestly, looking back, he it was weird that he did that and it was wrong that he did that. But that was just kind of the culture. that's On Long Island, that's how like men treated women, how older guys treated mm-hmm. younger guys. Like That was what I saw. And I'm mortified by the behavior and relationships in Long Island now. I remember I celebrated one New Year's Eve there. In Rockville Center and like the way that men were looking at women like sharks, like their eyes were black. They were just drunk mm-hmm. and like just going up and like grabbing women on the dance floor and tossing them around. And the girls were just like uh, rolling their eyes like it was something they that was just to be dealt with. Yeah, And it's scary. It's not it's 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 wrong. And so I think there's a lot tolerated yeah. in places everywhere that's like super fucked up.
0: Yeah. Yeah so <laughs> what about uh the boyfriend that you that you yeah. were with until a year ago
1: like last May and then we confusingly kept living together and hooking up until December which is New well, York life babe yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you didn't yeah, want to break do. that lease and so yeah it keepin on keeping on it went on for a long time like pretty happily and then he, did move on with someone who was my roommate in college Whoa. and we had to kind of navigate that um, and now they live together upstate New York oh god which is crazy but when people find their companion that they're supposed to be with that moves on and so like and you're still friends? we're still friends we still work together and I'm happy wow. for them like um, but it took a long time and I think that has to do a little bit with me and like not being totally fully ready to get back on the horse like some sort of like emotional yeah. catching up to do Mm-hmm. Um so, so you know. was the
0: did, did them getting together lead to the end of the relationship? Or?
1: I found out that he wanted to be platonic the same day I found out that they were dating. So that was like hard, but really our relationship had ended officially like well before. So we we should have moved on and he was totally within his rights to move on. But I don't know, that was my first real relationship and it was hard for me. Like, it was it was really hard. I think I looked back on every one of my friends that went through a breakup and when I was like, ugh, get over it. You didn't, it wasn't working out. And I was like, no. Losing a relationship is like grieving. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely and I, is. And I didn't get that until I went through it myself and had a hard time. Mm. And like he really up until this point has been like the love of my life. And so I have those questions in my head like, do I want to emotionally go through the kinds of things I went through in that relationship? Do I want to like let people know all the ins and outs, mm. dirty dark stuff that like is to know about me? It's hard. Committing to a relationship is hard, especially in the in the gay community where we're all like super stunted. You know, like I've only really discovered who I am and who I like being, I think like maybe a couple years ago and that's always developing. So I can't be too hard on myself about the first relationship I was ever in not working out. I'm sure yeah. there'll be more, but I think it's like, once you go through something like the first relationship, it's super daunting and it's crazy and your emotions are all over the place. It's now entering into my second relationship, God willing, at some point where I'm like, whoa, okay, we're going to do this again. Yeah, You know? Of course you yeah. Know. yeah. This is th- things that the rest of the world goes through when they're 14 to 18. Yeah. You yes. Know? And you have like, you're elastic enough to like,
0: and I'll tell you, with
1: it. I'm so overhearing like my straight girlfriends who are like, oh my God, I can't believe grinder," or like you guys are disgusting. Like, hey guys, they just like, fuck, like it's crazy. I'm like, here's the difference. Like it, it's not comp- your romantic and sexual life isn't completely stigmatized and told it's you're disgusting from the time you're <laughs> yeah. literally one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you can walk into any bar and if a guy comes up to you and starts talking to you and is obviously hitting on you, people think it's like hot and cute and normal. If if I was in most bars anywhere and a guy just walked up to me and started hitting on me and it was obvious, it would be a a panic attack for not just me, but everyone else in there. Yeah. Um, Or maybe that's an exaggeration, but maybe not depending on where I live. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so when people are like judgmental about the whole thing, and that's why I try not to judge other gays about getting it where they get it because I know it's fucking hard. Yeah. It's fucking
0: hard. Yeah. Yeah. So when, you you've talked about wanting to get into the gym to like get into a, like a better headspace and better, like kind of self-esteem area. But, um, after your breakup and like in the last year, have, what, what have your other tools been?
1: I would say oh god you know what tools in what way like for for you know healing and personal growth and stuff it's been hard i have a lot of really good friends yeah. i i like really have, i'm so lucky my best friend is like my twin it's Bowen Yang mm-hmm. and i like he's the host of my podcast with me and couldn't be prouder of the stuff that he's doing he writes at SNL now and it's just so crazy to think that someone that I love and admire so much also loves and admires me back and I've had him to lean on I have so many great friends I'm so lucky and privileged for that I have friends that fuck I, I know I'm friends with the funniest people mm-hmm. like just I'm so grateful for also the comedy community in New York which is super queer like I I mean I, you guys have probably even heard of them have you guys had Patty Harrison on yeah. yes
0: I love Patty hilarious
1: do you know Catherine yes. Cohen yeah These are people who are going to fucking change the world and change comedy. My friend Pat Regan, you guys would absolutely die for him. Yeah. Um, Oh my God, if he's ever in LA, it's a must. Yes, please. Um, Yes. New York. And you got to come to New York. Yeah. And it's just, I'm so excited about the stuff that's going on in New York with comedy. And it's cool to see other people get excited about it. So that's been nice. At least knowing, like, even in my dark moments when certain things won't work out in terms of like, romance or career I'm like I I feel so great about like having done this now for a decade and it seems like it's working out in some way on my own terms and I'm pretty lucky for that yeah. like people seem to like me for me and that's cool you know and and I have to be kind to myself and I would recommend everyone take a second to be kind to themselves because I think it's just like especially with social media when I pop on Instagram or grinder, and I see some of these other guys. I want to die. Yeah, um, it's tough. And I think that's like good to say out loud yeah, <laughs> because yeah, people hear yeah. it and they're like, "Okay, me too." Sam. Yeah.
0: And it's also nice to hear a comedian like just uh, talk about the importance of being kind to yourself because that is that that's. Not the coolest. Um,
1: yeah, but I'm also make, so basic it, and uncool it. that it's fine anyway. Like, literally, my favorite is Kelly Clarkson and not like, <laughs> you know, I don't know who's cool, Halsey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Never heard yeah. a song of hers. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if she were in this room, I wouldn't be able to pick her I up. I know her from A Star is Born. <laughs> oh, that's right. Is she in A Star is Born? She says, How great, <laughs> Allie. She's at the Grammys when, oh, when she wins the Grammy. You, yeah, when you Okay. That's Miss Halsey. I had no idea. Who are our formative uh, boys of the early aughts? formative boys of the early aughts. I'll tell you when I got, I think the first boner that I, that was like, I'm angry about this. Yeah. was fucking Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Okay. Oh. When he was in that tearing up my heart video in sure. the tank top and oh. he was on that bed. Oh. I was like, I was angry. I was like, yeah. I, I was so mad at how badly I wanted to fuck him because I just hated that that was true yeah, about yeah, me. Yeah. I wanted to fuck him so bad I couldn't take it. When Ch- when Chad Michael Murray he did a couple of shirtless photo shoots and I remember his big red nipples. I was like, oh my god, I need those in my mouth yeah <laughs> Sean William Scott on the cover of like I think it was like Teen Vogue I was yeah. like I Ugh. have to come yeah. right now <laughs> there were so many people where I was just like you know the actor Jay Hernandez yeah, yeah. I I would let him shatter my skull sexually
0: <laughs> is he swim fan no that's jesse no, bradford that's jesse bradford but another one oh, forget break it.
1: my arm <laughs> truly there are so many hot boys yeah. and oh, i'm i'm oh, boy that. crazy is my thing yeah me too it's my favorite topic of conversation boys are the best and yeah. it's like they're also can be the worst and it's oh, so awful yeah and, and those things are so close together they're you know? so hot yeah I'm, and I just like there's and that's what's so hard is like <laughs> I'll be on my Instagram and like Bone will look over and Anthony will pop up and Anthony seems to always pop up on my Instagram because my Instagram knows my soul mm-hmm. and they know what I'm liking and tapping and uh, so yeah, Anthony will come up with with oh Anthony. queer eye Anthony oh, yeah, Anthony yeah, yeah. and the Johnsons <laughs> <laughs> okay. I
0: was gonna say that was no to the Anthony, of
1: the, Anthony who's often mononymously known as Anthony and so I felt safe to say that yeah. here Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's so hot that it makes me mad. Yeah. And like I I um Bowen will often be like, unfollow him. And I'll be like,
0: I can't.
1: (laughs) I can't, Bowen. Yeah. It's not that easy.
0: He's like, decolonize your desires. And I'm like, you decolonize (laughs) your desires. desires. (laughs) You do it. Wait, have you seen the guy, I don't know his name, the gay guy on Twitter who does Anthony? You know who Steven, I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, right?
1: Stephen. That's my friend. Oh, really? Stephen Phillips Horst. So funny. Again, fucking New York, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah, gay New York.
0: What I'm is so the, happy what you said the, that? What is the the video that I'm thinking of? I can't. He Anthony... just like
1: does like you know these Anthony things, and he's oh, it's so like funny. Yeah,
0: Foot Locker, and it's yes. He'll be- yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. yes, that's right. Yes. Oh, it he's justice, so funny. Fucking inspired.
1: Yes, I recently developed like a short Anthony impression that's like fine, but I would never post it on the internet may because like
0: sample? Hear-
1: Okay, so it's like Oh my god, if it's bad, you literally have to cut it. I think the joke in it is funny, but the but the the the, the performance may not be. Here we go. Okay, no, this is so insane. insane. Okay, ready? It's like, hey guys, it's me, Anthony, from Netflix's Queer Eye. And this is my spin-off cooking show, You Can't Say We're Not in a Kitchen, with <laughs> Anthony. Today we're going to be making my favorite delicacy, soup. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's staying in. That's staying in. Really, if really you like excellent. it, yeah. I love you. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. That's acceptable. Honestly, and it's like my mustache. How did you guys say it was bad? I never would have done it again. <laughs> uh-huh. Keep the mustache, keep, keep
0: the Anthony keep impression, all. keep all of it. Keep it. I've
1: written some things for Vulture, like about him, because I'm out here trying to get a check.
0: Sure. And it's, it's it, like
1: Bowen and I wrote this thing for Vulture, which was like the pros and cons of Anthony Porowski. And I was like, this is so insane. But it did, like, sort of well. And then I heard that he read it and didn't like it. Oh, no. No. And it's like, no, I actually love you. I want to give you such a hug. I love Anthony. I'm inspired Uh, by him. Clearly,
0: he does need to at least have a sense of humor about himself. I would hope that he does a sense of humor. I think he probably
1: does. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he's probably done hearing the avocado jokes. Yeah, but it's like you know. But
0: also, like the jokes are there for a reason, Anthony. Right? You did have a laugh. Also, it's been six months or something.
1: (laughs) That's true.
0: I'm hearing about Jesse Camp once a week, and it's 2018. Isn't it crazy? Like.
1: The Queer Eye is a 2018 thing. It feels like they've been around for oh, 10 years. They're veterans
0: in, in my mind. Can I tell you that Karamo was on this show? I know. And he fell okay. in love okay. Okay. with Dave. professed his love for Dave. Okay. While hey, I, also, be, I bet he's loved you since
1: forever. Uh, Clearly. Well, May, May Dave is, well, you Dave are an, an icon. Like self-deprecating
0: oh, theories that no. he didn't really, it was fake or something. It was well, so real. I, he, it was real. I was real. I don't think it was real. You are an
1: icon. I don't think it was real because because we we met he's like I've been obsessed with you forever I had no
0: idea you were gay I mean wow missed, I missed this was, a chapter a, an important chapter yeah. a significant chapter or but a whole book Sure. Potentially you know, a whole book, yeah, but literally can fill an a can book that a it's available day. on Amazon. My point is, the sexual <laughs> tension was palpable. Okay, mm, he was I talking that. about he he was talking about how he is in a long-term se- relationship, that yes, he, he wanted wanted to be proposed to, and he wasn't going to you know get married until he was proposed to. That episode aired. He proposed to his boyfriend immediately after, and I have a theory. Oh my god, that word got back to the boyfriend that there was that there were sparks between Karamo and Dave. And he he was like, he's like, I got to lock it down now. And he proposed. They were
1: just on the view, which I famously watch every day. Uh, It is my program. It is a lot of my personality that I watch the view. Uh (laughs) And, um, I'll even like defend Megan McCain. That's like, I'm, I'm, I'm insane. I'm a psycho. I'm a psycho, Matt. There's not, nothing I mean, normal about me. In the scheme me. of things, she's not that bad. So Dave, on the wrong side that of most is things. a slippery slope, babe. Yeah. It's a slippery slope, because <laughs> let me tell you something. One day I'll say she's not that bad, and the next day she'll be saying her crush is Paul Ryan.
0: Uh-huh. Ugh. Although, would you? No. Really?
1: I'll tell you what. N-O spells no. Wow. There are way hotter... Republicans definitely I'm not saying there aren't (laughs) But, but it's okay do you remember that? Wasn't he a congressman? That Aaron, Aaron shock, shock guy? Yeah. He could, could fucking. He could break it. the biggest bone in my body, my femur. <laughs> <laughs> Sexually, I like to describe my, um, uh, like, how badly I want to fuck someone by which bones they break yeah, of mine. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so
0: very violent. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well,
1: it's miserable. It makes you feel mm. just like sex. Um, but he could get it. And he apparently was closeted gay. Oh, right. Yeah. I think. Yeah, 100%. Still seems to be the, uh, the scuttlebutt. We'll get him in here. Yeah. yeah.
0: One of these days.
1: Listen, you should. that would be, <laughs> that would watershed. be a get. Yeah. That would be a get. You know, you guys should get the gay Colorado governor.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Polis.
1: Polis. We should get the uh, more like South pol- Bend. More like Polis. Oh, God. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, who's your uh, view all-timer, host-wise? Michelle Collins. All right. Yeah, oh, she yeah. Was My great. My sister. Yeah. She's, great. She, She's great. She feels like uh, someone who got the... Real wrong. Like she, she was underrated. Yeah. She should have stayed. And then, honestly, here's the, my biggest disappointment of maybe my life is being such a, an Elizabeth Filarsky Survivor Stan. And then she became an Elizabeth Hasselbeck View co-host, Ooh. and she went from being America's Sweetheart to. I think, my greatest enemy.
0: Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, this is the same person? She She was a contestant on
1: season two of Survivor. She was a a shoe designer for Puma named Elizabeth Filarski. She came in fourth place. She was America's sweetheart. Years went by. She was put on The View. She was then Elizabeth Hasselbeck. She She married married the NFL player Hasselbeck. And then it was revealed she was a hardcore Republican. And she was like the bane of my existence. psychopath. Like really and then she was like on Fox and Friends and did the whole blonde conservative yeah, yeah, thing yeah.
0: and was like, literally is the prototype for that I think oh big time my my favorite all time view moment is when Alicia Silverstone came on after and, didn't the hug famous, her. and hugged everybody except for Elizabeth uh-huh. and she was literally like I'm sorry I'm just so scared of like the, her body language was like I don't even mean she to was mute, literally like, like, Hi. She's like You're a She's demon and yes. I can't touch you but. yeah
1: no well that was literally the day of the Rosie fight yes yes so I mean oh, everybody was skittish you got to watch that Rosie fight again. That is a queer moment. When, when you can see in Rosie's eyes, when she realizes they're on a split screen, it is Shakespearean. Mm. It is so good. The view is Canon. You know who I really like right now on it? Sunny Hostin. Okay. She always looks amazing and is making her point and is passionate. She's the lawyer on the panel. I love a lawyer. Mm -hmm. I hope our next president is a lawyer. Uh Yeah. Um, that's all I'll say. I'm not endorsing yet. <laughs> um, but but yeah, the view is my life. How did I get there? I, I don't, don't know. You know. It doesn't matter. It's, it's queer know. to just say we don't matter. Oh, it doesn't it just matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Matt Rogers, this has been an absolute... Freaking Please. dream! The comeback. crazy thing is, I could talk to you guys for three more hours. Well, we're 100%. gonna do that. It'll be bonus material behind the paywall. It'll just be the three of us talking about. Behind Sean the paywall, Scott. amazing things are happening behind <laughs> the paywall around uh, on every podcast. Do you guys have a Patreon? Uh, we don't. We do, and we have neglected it, honey. Uh-huh. We, we do like RuPaul's Drag Race reviews. Yeah, and it's famously not the season for that right now. And um, so you're just not doing our that people that are just anything? paying $5. I was like, so sorry, waiting yeah.
0: for content. <laughs> yeah, waiting for content, but it's back very soon. Great yeah um thank you so much for doing this thank, this dream. is so cool
1: that you guys even had me on I'm serious on, I gosh. honestly I was like I mean ask them if they'll have me seriously i I was I'm gagged oh please we had to because you are one of the up and coming legendary children it's true wow well, that's. You know when you guys reached out to me and said you liked my tweet of thinking Donald Trump was a gay bitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that was that was my favorite tweet so that I can remember. He now.
1: often acts like a gay bitch. Like a gay bitch. <laughs> I, I thought in my way over here I was like what if he came out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if this whole
1: thing was like Donald Trump is closeted well into his 70s yeah. and, and he's and like, he's also a bitch. Yeah, and he's also a bitch. Yeah. Honestly, I love <laughs> to be a bitch. He's like a gay bitch. Yeah. It yeah. was the ellipsis that that <laughs> That's Are what you? It was. <laughs> A gay, a gay bitch? bitch? Oh, I, yeah. That's my theory is that he's a gay bitch and this is all where this is coming from and think about it, honey. <laughs> it's probably not that far away it's from being true. the only thing that makes sense. Men that age are gayer than they think. Yep. Yes, they, they are. Never, they, it was ne- well, now I'm going to really try to prove the thesis that he's gay. Watch this. <laughs> i kill myself. Um, but, no, I usually hate jokes about it. You know, they're all probably yeah. gay. Like, Pence what? is actually yeah. gay. I hate that shit. Yeah. But he acts like a gay bitch? Anyone who has a take on Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson, yeah. you might yeah. be a gay bitch. <laughs> Gay bitch. Not just a take but an obsession. You might be a gay bitch. If <laughs> yeah. uh, what was the what was the tweet that you were replying to? That I don't remember. Oh my god, I don't remember. It was kind of it was it, it was probably I think it was something like Wow, okay, so I guess this like we could find it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't remember, but it was like <laughs> are really you a gay. bitch? It, honestly, it was it was it was gay bitchery. It was. Oh. Are you looking it up? Maybe we have to find it.
0: It is, it is, an, it's an iconic tweet. And it's, okay, okay. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Okay, I read okay. it? Yeah, read it. Okay. Sure. Dana on Dana, the <laughs> mic. Dana on the mic okay. is coming here. Dana's I'm Donald jumping Trump in. President. Okay. Why would Kim Jong un insult me by calling me, quote, old oh, I remember when this. I would never call him, quote, short and fat? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I oh, tried right?
0: so hard to be his friend. And maybe someday that will happen.
1: <laughs> Matt, your response. Are you? A gay bitch. <laughs> uh, the answer is yes. Tell me that's not gay, bitch. One oh one. When I do teach my college class and being a gay bitch, that's no. day one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna write it on the board and chalk like Viola Davis, and turn around being just as fierce as her in the same outfit and say, "Gay bitch," and, and like literally take it from there.
0: Oh my god. Oh shit. Wow. Well, what a well, beautiful note to end on. Yeah.
1: Having a phenomenal time. All I right? love the queer subversive moment of you not wearing the headphones.
0: Yeah, I, you know what? It's not that's just way. hating this out of my own voice, which is the queerest thing of them yeah, all. Of
1: course, yes. <laughs> uh, would you like to join us for our outro? We might as well. Oh, We're yeah. having such a good time. Our, uh,
0: thank you, it's very everybody simple. at Earwolf. Yeah. Thank you, Dana, Dana Wickens. Thank Ryan. you, Ryan. Great energy. Um, okay. uh, and
1: great energy in there too. I have yeah. to say, I've Shout been feeling out to it. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Literally, love you. Thank, thank you. thank you, Ben Wise, Wise for the music. We normally don't do it in in sync like that, but we did. Thank you for the music. The most important. More you could ever say. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Thank you, Matt Rogers. My honor. We'll see you next week.